When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome here to another edition of Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sippel, we're back again. This is a new show. We brought it last week. It was wildly well-received uh, by our followers here on the Husker Online channel, um, as well as on the website, huskeronline.com. Uh, and plus, you get to see Steve Sippel now twice in a week on camera. Uh, we brought you the Husker Online radio show as well. We're going to be cameraed up for that now going forward every week. Um, looking forward to this. Sip is a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and you know what, Sean? There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about, so we don't need a lot of small talk. Let's get into headline <laughs> number one. Uh, headline number one and and breaking news here on HuskerOnline.com from Thursday. Former five-star tight end, Arik Gilbert, uh, confirmed to me that he did visit Nebraska on a visit Saturday. He was one of three Georgia Bulldogs that took his visit to Nebraska that day. Um, joined by uh, edge rusher MJ Sir- Sherman, and then uh, the, the tight end, the other tight end from so there are two tight ends from Georgia here, Brett Seether, who's Brett now committed Seether. to Georgia Tech. They were here, uh, but now the story, now the transfer focus is on Arik Gilbert Sip. He's listed in the Nebraska student directory already. He made it sound like to me Nebraska's in a great spot. Would this be a big time addition? Oh God. Yeah, I mean the vision. You have an immediate vision of Eric. Is it you're going to say Eric Gilbert? Um, it's A R I K. Yeah, you have this vision of Gilbert and Fedoni. I mean, two highly recruited tight ends. I mean, some of the nation's most highly recruited tight ends in the same offense. A couple of the nation's most highly recruited tight ends in the same offense. Yeah, and then and then just this. It's an interesting development. What's happened here with these Georgia guys, with this, with three you know, pretty highly recruited, especially MJ Sherman, who obviously has pledged to Nebraska, you know, edge rusher, five, former five-star player from Baltimore. And then Brett, Brett, see, they're not as highly recruited, but you know, George is Georgia. So it's really interesting that, that these Georgia players one by one have made their way to Nebraska, but yeah, Gilbert Sean is proven at that proven at a high level, played at LSU, played well enough to be a, uh, I mean, he had 35 catches. I mean, he was a second-team preseason All-American. Right. Heading Thir- into 2021. 35 catches at LSU. He's proven. So, yeah, this is – not Sean, I mean, this is a monster development for Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, the other question, though, is clearly there are things that kept him off the field at Georgia. The talent is not one of them. He was the consensus number one tight end. He was all SEC freshman in 2020 during that COVID year. Um, but other elements, I just think – limited him obviously can nebraska get that figured out to get him back to the player he was in 2020 well nebraska you would agree i think anybody would agree that's familiar with nebraska at all is an excellent support system ranging from academics to mental health everything i mean they have the whole package at nebraska nebraska prides itself on being a whole package program right um not you'd never describe nebraska that's just a football oriented football factory. It's not. It's a it's a very it's a very multifaceted organization that takes care of players in every way imaginable, from 
from the training table to to medical to, to medical staff, everything. Um, so yeah, this would be a, a good spot for Eric. And, and per your report, Sean, on Husker Online, it sounds like Nebraska's got a great shot at him. I mean, you if you read his quote, um, read his quotes. Uh, I mean, it looks like Nebraska's the leader to me. Yeah, and he wouldn't get in. Now he's taking other visits. Um, he he's gone to other Big Ten and Mountain West programs. Mountain and then, West, and he didn't want to get into details of where he's visited. Um, you know, and, and that's not uncommon. Um, transfer portal people and guys in general don't like to tweet their offers, talk about their visits. I mean, you have to really go full detective to get a lot of information on the portal guys. And um, was lucky enough to reach Gilbert today. And um, yeah, I would I, I put in my prediction that he's going to go to Nebraska. I mean, just based on our conversation, based on the fact he's listed in the NU student directory, there's some other elements that have to be worked out. Um, his mom came though with him, his brother and his sister. So he had a lot of family here. Um, I think his support group, you know, they, they want to be behind him on this decision and be on the same page. Um, I think there's a lot more than just football here and they want to make sure this is the right place for him. I understand that. Now, as far as football is concerned, what does Nebraska have it tied in? I mean, it starts, it start the conversation starts with Thomas Fedoni, who's missed back-to-back seasons because of major knee injuries. But Sean, you have seen him, you have heard from people. He seems like he's ready to roll Thomas Fedoni. Yeah, he's over 250 right now. Okay. And he's a yeah, and he's a he's a monster. I mean, he looks he looks like an NFL tight end. Um, you know, then I mean after that. You, Borkature. you get down to Borkature, you get down to AJ <laughs> Borkature played this year though, and he had I think he had a half dozen catches. Um he, he you know what Borkature was interesting to me because he struggled early. He had a couple drops in a early in the season, but kind of came on and I'd feel Sean, I'd feel pretty good with Fedoni, Borkature, and Eric Gilbert. If Eric Gilbert's ever to, if Eric Gilbert's able to contribute immediately, just with those three, I'd feel pretty good. Didn't you have Rock? Yeah, and that's where I think a lot of this movement's come. I don't know if they feel great about those other guys. AJ Rollins, right? James Carney. James Carney. I mean, you have some freshmen, and you know, you have Androff. Chase Androff's more of an offensive line body, <laughs> not a not a receiving threat. I mean, they've got two NFL prospects on this roster. I mean, I'm not saying they're draft picks right now, but if they got Art Gilbert and Fedoni, those are two NFL prospects. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's. I mean, that's. I mean, you almost. It's almost kind of. It's almost kind of hard to wrap your wrap your arms around it. Like they would have they would have Fedoni and Gilbert. Uh, also, we met, left out Chris Hickman, who's been injury prone, and has kind of went back and forth between receiver and tight. And Hickman's in. never been able to play more than a hundred snaps in a season. He he's just kind of run into his body. In, you know, just hasn't been able to cooperate to get him to where he needs to be. He hasn't been able to gain the weight either to be a you know a physical tight. It's guy. interesting though, Sean, from the standpoint of. We just rattled off seven tight ends there. I mean, it's not like the room is empty. They have bodies, but they don't have they don't have a lot of proven weapons. You can't say Fedoni's a proven weapon. Borkature is as proven as it gets. Hickman is as proven as it gets, but those guys are lightly proven. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
All right, let's go on. Headline number two, Nebraska under Matt Rule in 2023. Is this a rebuild or a total reset, Sip? What do you think? Strikes me as a – it does not strike me as a rebuild. I, I just don't – if you look at the roster with what they have back on on both sides of the ball, but particularly on defense, it doesn't look to me like – a. it looks like a team that – I don't want to say should – but it looks like a team that could win six, seven, eight games. I, I people I get so tired of us saying things like that. I think, but they're close. I just, yeah, I just don't. I mean, you're talking about eight or nine guys back on defense. You're talking about guys, and, and I'll name some of them. These are pr- pretty proven players: Ty Robinson, and Nick Henrich, and 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 Reimer, um, Stephon Wynn. I think you, you'd have to add him up front on on that D line. Um, it really gets good in the back end when you're talking about Quentin Newsom as a starting returning starting corner, Malcolm, Har- Malcolm Hartsog is returning starting corner, Miles Farmer's returning starter safety, starting safety, Marquise Buford returning starting safety. All these guys have a lot of experience on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Look, look, you have two quarterbacks that you feel pretty good about now on campus. Jeff Sims, the transfer from Georgia Tech, and of course Casey. Casey Thompson, and we'll talk more about that later. Running back room is good. I mean, it's good. You're in good shape at running back. If you get this tight end room shaped up like it looks like it could, add a little bit more to receiver. They've added a big one in Billy Kemp. Come on. I mean, this is not this isn't a team you look at and go, wow, they're they are woefully undermanned. No, they they're bringing in as of to date eight new scholarship receivers. My concern still is. On offense is the tackle position. Um, can Teddy Prochaska get himself back? And right tackle. And then right tackle. Yeah. Um, is Corcoran the right tackle or is he a guard? Is Benhart the right tackle? Um, you know, Walter Rouse teased us for about 72 hours that they yep. had the tackle situation all figured out. But they did. Um, now they're kind of back to square one. They got a center. I mean, they they essentially got the guy, got the guy they wanted to replace Cam Jurgens two years ago, this mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. in 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 and Ben Scott. And now the tackle situation. Then on you know on defense, my concern probably is the be- the beef up front. Yeah, do they have the beef right now? That's where if you're if you're on the side of rebuild, I would start in the in, with both lines. I think the rebuild. If you're in the rebuild camp, you're saying, "Come on, guys." They just don't have the offensive line struggled, and it's not going to be too much different. And then you'd switch over to the defensive line and say they don't. I mean, they, they flat need to add bodies to that defensive line. Um, you know, losing Colton Feast was pretty big. I, I know people kind of scoff at that, but Feast was a good run stopping. He's going to give you forty snaps. Yeah, high motor played a ton of snaps. So yeah, that's where you'd start if you if you're really in this reset or rebuild camp. That's where you'd start. You look at the D-line, do they have enough there with Ty Robinson, Nash Hupmacher, Stefan Wynn, and Elijah Judy? Can those four- Well, would you add Ruquan Buckley to that? Hasn't played. Hasn't played. So, but it's time now. Yeah, you know, can can he get ready? And I hate to say a freshman, you know, like could Vincent Carroll Jackson mm. or Riley Van Powell. I don't ever like to- Hard to do that. Hard to put those freshmen up there. Mm. Um, 
you know, in, in the edge guys they brought in, how will that position look? You know, MJ Sherman, Chief Borders, oh, Kai yeah. Whalen, Jamari Butler, Blaze Gunnerson. Oh, yeah. uh, but I'm I'm talking about I, I'm I'm more zoned in on that 280 to 320 pound guy. Do they have enough of those on the defense? You should be zoned in on that. They That's... got enough 240, 250 pound guys. But what about those 300 pound guys? See, it's an, part of the reason it's an interesting discussion is because that's Matt Rule, the head coach. That's his forte, those trenches. I mean, he was a defensive line coach. He talked about at the podium how, how he feels more comfortable around the big men. I mean, I, I don't know, Sean. When we look at about when we look at these additions, now that we're talking about it, are at Gilbert. You'd almost wish that was a Georgia three hundred pound lineman from Atlanta. You know, yeah. I mean, they need a tight end for sure. But yeah, yeah. God, you're so right about Walter Rouse. They had that tackle that they need. They had him. They had him in their clutches, and he got away. And that's why you put it pretty well the other day. That knocked a lot of Nebraska fans off their horse. It did. I mean, it, it was a joke. I, I was in my kitchen at the time. I almost didn't believe it. To be, honest. I know. I was. Uh, yeah, I was. I can't imagine doing interviews like he did and then changing your mind like two days later. Sean, you can imagine. I can imagine you're in that can. world. You're in. That I'm, world. But it's just grown men, though. Fourth year, fifth year college guys have yeah. a Stanford degree. Usually, they're pretty measured in what they say. Yeah. Um. So that that surprised me. I'm yeah. not gonna. I mean, I'm, it really surprised. It's me. fair. That's fair. All right. Well, it will be interesting to see kind of how this build continues. Um, the coaches are on the road one more week for recruiting. Classes start Monday, um, you know, so they can still keep, um, you know, doing some things. But this roster has come a long ways in a month under mm -hmm. Matt Rule. Let's Sean, one other thing. One other thing before we go on. You said it the other day. Since 2021, how many players have been added? Did you say 60-some? Over 60. Um, yeah. If you count Brandon Moore as a scholarship guy last year, he would have been the 34th they added last year. I don't know if the I don't know the technicalities if he was a walk-on or scholarship. I think they did give him money though. So Brandon Moore would have been 34. Right now, Nebraska's at 32. So that's 66 scholarship additions, um, really in about in two cycles. Yeah, that's amazing. Pretty nuts. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, headline number three, both Casey Thompson and Jeff Sims, Nebraska's quarterbacks, got their NIL deals officially announced by the 1890 um, collective. Who will win the job? What do you read into the collective announcing both quarterbacks? Uh, kind of already staging up what's going to be a good battle, I think, in August. Well, one thing you read into, oh, for instance, Sims, his announcement this morning, it's Thursday morning, um, and then the other announcements like Ben Scott – what one thing you would not it's not even reading into it it's just a fact it signifies that they're on campus and ready to roll okay so jeff sims 1890 the nebraska's collective announces jeff sims has an nil nil deal in place this morning early thursday morning that tells you that tells you as a nebraska fan sims is on campus ready to go it's a good sign 
um, when those things are announced, that means those new guys are on campus. So Sims is on campus ready to go. This quarterback discussion right now, Sean, is a secondary story, it feels like. It's not in the it's not foremost in everybody's mind because the roster configuration is largely what's foremost in people's mind. The the quarterback story is going to become a big one at some point because the Sims already has such a presence. It, you know, he's here. He's he's going and he's going to work in the spring. He's going to be the guy in the spring. He's going to get a lot. Hey, Sean, we're going to be writing a lot about Jeff Sims. And you know what? Meanwhile, what's what's Casey doing? Recover Casey Thompson recovering from a shoulder surgery. Probably not going to practice in the spring at all. His dad indicated to us, Charles, that he can be throwing in the spring during spring ball at some point, probably midway through spring but not quite ready to practice. So what's that mean? It means that Sims is going to be getting a lot of attention from the media. <laughs> and, and what if he looks really good? <laughs> that'd, that'd be good. I mean, it'd be good. Now, what would that mean for Casey? The feeling I get from, from not only Charles, but someone close to Casey that I talked to last night, is Casey's attitude is bring it on. Bring it on, okay? Casey doesn't have to really prove anything to anybody after last season. He he stood in there behind, uh, you know, just a I'll say suspect offensive line because I'm feeling kind, and and got a lot done for the offense. And you saw what happened when Casey wasn't out there. It was a monster well, drop off. Remember when Steve Sarkeesian came to Texas? Yeah, he didn't want Casey Thompson to be a starter either. Right. Uh, Casey was a Tom Herman, Tim Beck guy. Yes, and so. What did Herman try to do? Insert his guy over Casey. Casey ended up winning that job. God. He didn't. He didn't start the first game or two. So this no, is didn't. not his first rodeo of a new coach coming in trying to push his guy out. And then Casey ended up taking the job um, from that quarterback. Is that the guy that's at? Is that the guy that transferred to Purdue? That yes, that I can't he, say his name right now, but you're exactly right. And what I like about Casey is he has his jaw set. I mean, he's. He's comfortable in his own skin. He know, and I think he knows the game by now. The, the, you know, you know, when I'm talking about the game, Sean, I'm talking about the media and the way it's going to play out. And, and Sims is going to Hudson go, Card. Yeah, Hudson Card is the yeah. He yeah he lost a job to Hudson Card, and then it's it's going to be a big you know it's going to be a big to do over the shiny new toy Jeff Sims. Now this is not to diminish Jeff Sims, and I'm not doing that. Sims, Sean. When you when I remember I told you it took me a little while to watch his film, uh, Jeff Sims. But when I did, I was struck in a good way. I was like, wait, 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 wait. This this is real. I mean, Jeff Sims can run, and he has a and he throws the ball down the field well, and he has a he has great poise. Now consistency, that's another thing. I mean, he's he's I mean consistency. He has he has to achieve greater consistency, and he's been injury prone. Casey, though, you kind of say the same thing. Casey's not as consistent as you'd like, um, and he's been a little injury prone. So, I don't know. They look pretty close to me. Sean, here's the deal, okay? This is going to come down now, and this is where I wish we could see practice. Because you know what this is, Sean? What's the offense? Who fits the offense better? I mean, what? Do we know, by the way, do we know, like, all scrimmages will be shut down? And I don't know, but – if they're running the quarterback, who who's got that leg up in that? 
Who who would have the leg up, well, Sean? Jeff Sims. Yes, yeah. he's six if, four. If, what two twenty? Yeah, if they're going to incorporate the quarterback run game like they've sort of hinted, then I think you would give the nod to Sims. Now, what you know what Charles Thompson says? Um, wait a second. He'd say, "Wait a second, Sean." Casey coming out of high school, the the narrative was he's a runner, but can he throw? Now the narrative with Casey is is he's a thrower, but can he run? So I don't know. I, I wouldn't count out Casey in anything right now. It's going to be interesting uh, how they rep it, though, because that's yeah. When he when, what, it, what when August comes around, what if they don't give you? Okay, go back. This is a bad example, but Joe Daly when Zach Taylor was here, mm -hmm. like there became a point that spring where you just kind of knew Zach Taylor was going to take over. And in the spring game that year, they put Joe Daly down with like the bat, the bad offense. Yeah, and they did. ran like all out blitzes on him the entire game. Like you can stage a battle how you want to stage a battle. Yeah, you can. Like you, you can say when he's in, we're going to run our stunts and movements. They, I just don't think you could do that to a proven quarterback like Casey. Well, and what about there's other hey, things. Hey, hold on, Sean. I mean, Joe Daly wasn't. Casey started 10 games at Texas and started 10 games at Nebraska. You can't treat him like that. No, I'm just using an example of like yeah. how you can stage a battle to go the way you want it. Yeah, you and, can. And rep it the way you want to rep it. You can. It. You can. And, and that can paint the picture. There's yeah, but you know what? You can paint the picture, Sean. You can also lose some players on the team. You know, Casey's got guys that respect him. And if he's disrespected in that vein, that's not good. I mean, th those coaches know that. There's other things, too, like – decisions like big 10 media days who represents nebraska at a oh yeah like because yeah. you know like if you were just yeah all things turned off casey thompson would be like the representative at some point he's not probably gonna be the obvious well you don't know you don't know um but i'm looking at my um chart here of seniors and and it will be i mean you might just stick an offensive lineman out there um to, to media days i don't know who that would be i i really um, ty robinson he'll go to Ty Robinson, Nick Henrich, those two probably. I'll make it defense heavy. Or Quentin Newsom. Yeah. Quentin oh. Newsom went last year, though. So would they, but yeah, just we're way down the road here. But like finding an offensive guy, I'm just looking right now to go to Big Ten Media Days, a lot easier said than done. Yeah. I'll find an offensive guy. Find an offensive guy, right? Anthony Grant, they're probably not taking. I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> what you're getting at, Sean, is do you send Jeff Sims there? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I don't think you do. I don't think so. Um, I mean, keep in mind. So people are going, what, what are you guys even talking about? Well, Big Ten Media Days is end of July. You anoint your players. Yeah, it's the end of July. There, there wouldn't even have been a quarterback competition at that point. The competition would start basically in a week after Big Ten Media Days, right? Because camp will start in early August or late July. Then it's game on. Right now, right now it's a secondary discussion because – Casey's not going to be around in the spring, but that is going to heat up. That discussion will heat up. Yeah, you, you take Casey out of the discussion of players to go to media days. There is not a slam dunk guy on offense you would bring right Can now. Can you find an offensive lineman like Turner Corcoran? Yeah, that's a, an offensive lineman like Turner Corcoran or Ethan Piper, someone like that maybe. You could send Marcus Washington there too. Could you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's Leading returning receiver. Yeah. I think a lot will depend on who they feel like their best players are in the spring, mm -hmm. but – there's a lot of politics besides, you know, if they took Sims to media days. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, I, I just don't know if you want to. I don't up, think you do that. I don't think you open up that can of worms. And again, I'm, I, I sound like I'm, a, like a, I'm protective of Casey. I just, I have a lot of, I'm not, 
but I have a lot of respect for what he did. I mean, I have that image in my mind all the time of Rutgers. I don't know. You were there, Sean, when at the end of the first half, he got hit from the left, he got hit from the right, and he got hit up the middle. <laughs> I mean, he got hit from all sides, crawled off the turf, went into the locker room. They had to, they had to, I think they had to take all his pads off and rewrap him. And remember, we we're watching guys come out of the tunnel for the second half. He was the last out. He came with like 30 seconds left before play was set to resume had to get retaped and let him do a victory those are the kind of things i think about i think about iowa how how sean iowa they they built a game plan that was designed to throw it downfield downfield throws to palmer you can't do that with a lot of quarterbacks you can do that with casey thompson though because he throws the ball well downfield jeff sims does too <laughs> yeah all right i mean he's we'll got see. a good arm yeah, he does. All right, let's Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's move on. Next yeah. headline, staying on quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, why you can't count Nebraska out of the Dylan Riola sweepstakes. Uh, Matt Rule was there Friday. Offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield was there on Wednesday. You're able to visit a prospect once per week over this month, January. Why was Friday last week important? It was the first physical day coaches could go out on the road. Dylan Riola decommitted from Ohio State on the final day of the December recruiting evaluation period. Okay. Um, so coaches couldn't see him back in December um, because he, you know, he decommitted on the final day of, of live activity. So that Friday was a big day, not a surprise at all. Donovan Riola, his uncle and Matt rule were down there and not a surprise at all that Marcus Satterfield's back on Wednesday. Simple Nebraska gets one more meeting um, at Riola's school next week. You can go to a school once per week in the month of January handicap this thing right now with Dylan Riley. Well, I mean, without just getting into idle speculation, and I don't mind saying this because I talked to Dominic about it, Dominic Rayola. I talked to Dominic yesterday, so it would have been Wednesday. Um, the player's father, Dylan's father, and I and I have to and I've me and Dom have had this discussion. I have to be careful about what I say. I mean I'm not and I'm going to be careful, but I'm going to tell you this Dominic doesn't mind me sharing this. Dominic likes the way this Nebraska staff recruits his son. He likes it better. I mean, he, than, than the previous staff. He, Dominic, I would say, from talking to Dominic, there's no question that Nebraska's made a strong early impression on Dylan. Now, Georgia's Georgia. I mean, Georgia, Kirby Smart leads the way in that recruitment, and it's serious. I mean, they are serious about getting Dylan Rayola. Of course they are. Oregon. I'd say USC is, you know, USC would be on that line with Nebraska after Georgia, but Nebraska's right there. And Dominic, Dominic, Dominic is a football junkie. And that's what rule is. That's what Satterfield is. You heard Satterfield say that they connect. Well, there's a strong connection. I'll just leave it at that. I mean, right now, Dominic doesn't mind, mind me sharing that he likes the early impression of this staff. Nebraska's in the hunt, Sean. 
and the recruiting rules right now are strange. Like they can't go to his house because he's an underclassman. So these aren't in-home visits, mm -hmm. um, which completely changed the game. Like when they're there, they have to be at the school. Now I do believe like his uncle, obviously Donovan, he can go to the house. So Nebraska has, <laughs> yeah, they have a, um, some I think built he can. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's his uncle. He's yeah. I mean, that, that is okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think for rule to go with them, I don't think that would, there, there's a lot of gray area with Nebraska's what they can and can't do with Dylan Riola because of the former player status, because of having Donovan on the staff. But Nebraska's got advantages in this that a lot of teams don't. We know Georgia's got the advantage of who they are, number one, mm -hmm. and, and obviously being the first offer, number two. Um, but I think the Huskers, if if they can get him back in March, Sip, and the dialogue continues, because it's, it's a dead period in February. You can't do anything in February. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why this next week, the final visit will be really important. Yeah, I'll try to make a horse racing analogy. Georgia probably going into the, I'd say, late back stretch of this race. Georgia's in front, okay? But Nebraska, USC are right behind. And I would say this, any horse racing fan understands this, Sean. Both, I'd say Nebraska has a lot of horse under it. I mean, there's a lot of horse there. That 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 horse could make a charge. Now it's Dylan's. It's Dylan. It's not Dominic that's making the decision. Dominic will make that clear to you. Dylan's making the decision. I would say right now he's got a hard decision to make. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's move on. Final headline here on Husker Online Headlines. Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple here. Um, roster twist and turns for Nebraska. Are we going to see more mm. um, classes start Monday, workouts started this week? <laughs> you could technically enroll as late as January 30th. So things aren't shut off quite no. yet on Monday. There's always a chance they can keep adding players. But my question is, how are they going to have room? I mean, they're, they're, they're almost building this like an NFL roster with a cutting system involved because they're going to be far over the number of 85. We know that. How far? 10 plus <laughs> yeah they got to figure something out there but there's i think there's some players on there that aren't going to be around um you know that we already know you know some i don't want to name names no, name, but, no, no, you don't um, but I, I think those there's some that will take care of itself but they're gonna have to probably let loose at least 10 guys yeah let loose some matriculate naturally with because of surgeries on previous injuries um you hope for some natural matriculation, really. Uh, but now some guys are just going to have to – some guys will leave on their own accord. Sean, you've been doing this for a long time, and we've had these discussions for a long time over this 85 scholarship limit. I don't get into it too much because it always works itself out, right? Now, the difference now <laughs> – What's the difference, A Sean? year ago is they, they took the cap off. Yeah. Okay. So you used to only be able to take – 25 initials okay and it made each one of those 25 spots valuable they were like having cigarettes in jail they were gold you know like <laughs> i mean you you did not want to give up one of those 25 right right and so you had to get creative if you remember like oliver martin had to come here as a walk-on right 
Um, they, they had to do that with a couple of guys that were higher profile transfers. They had to come in as a walk-on for a semester just to give them money. Like Nuri Noelli had a walk-on. So there's no cap. So what you're telling people is you can go no, over 25. But you can't go over 85. No. And the only rule that's in place is you've got to be at 85 in August, period. Okay. So you can be as over as you want, but the old Big Ten rule used to be a 25 plus three. So you could go three over 25. That's no more. They've eliminated the cap. They've eliminated the plus three. And the transfer portal is why. Um, you know, back when you could only take JUCOs in high schools, 25 was more than enough. But when you add the transfer portal, it's like a whole separate, you know, form of revenue. I mean, it, it's like a stock portfolio with bonds and stocks. And you, you kind of have to diversify your, mm. your, your funds a little bit. And so for Nebraska and a lot of teams – you're going to take eight to 12 transfers a year. Yeah. You're going to take 20 high school guys or more a year. Mm -hmm. You're going to take a couple Juco guys. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to have to move out about eight or 10 guys a year. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're seeing that a lot right now. Yeah. So what you're saying is stay tuned and in particular, watch R at Gilbert, right? I mean, this is the one that, that you broke. And then the high school guys coming in this weekend. Right. There's still, yeah. If you're um, a Husker football fan, there is plenty to follow right now. And, and if you're wondering on the numbers, Nebraska Sipple had 11 scholarship players officially leave the program by the transfer portal. They had a few come back um, yeah. in the program, like Jamari Butler, Xavier Betts, mm -hmm. um, and then obviously Isaiah Garcia, Garcia Castaneda. Yeah. yeah, Those three came back, but 11 after that. Where does that stand in the conference? Indiana led the league with 19. 19 what? Transfers out of the program. Out of the program. The, the fewest? Take a guess. Michigan, Ohio State, and Illinois, six okay. each. Yeah, I guess Michigan did have a few now that, yeah. Uh, say again, Illinois, very few too. Okay. Six. Yeah. Brett who Bielema. was second? Who was second in most? Um, you got it in front of you. up here right now. Yeah. I don't have my bad. I, I'd have to get the Don't worry about it. I, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's college football. And, and when you have a change in coaching staff, you just, you just know that there's going to be a big roster shake. So Nebraska's added, before Gilbert, nine transfer players. Wisconsin and Michigan State lead the league with 13. Okay. How about Wisconsin? Yeah. 13. Coaching change. Take a shot. Take a guess. How many transfers has Northwestern added? They've added two. One. Oh, God. Wow. One. Well, wow. they need to add some. Though. They don't let guys in like you or I at a place like Northwestern. I mean, you got to meet a Speak pretty. Speak for yourself there, South, though. Did you score 30 on your ACT? I'm not disclosing what I just scored. I, I learned quickly. There weren't a lot of Big Ten schools I would have got into. Good thing I, I went, I got, we got our good educations at Nebraska, but um, yeah. Don't it, disparage uh, your alma mater no, like I, that, Sean. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone anywhere else. I loved my yeah. experience at Nebraska and it, it was a great play. Um, so Purdue and Rutgers have only added three. That, okay. that surprises me. Um, you look at it around the league, Purdue with a new coach. Yeah. But Brom left there mm -hmm. kind of late. Yeah. Um, so their new coach, Ryan Walters, has only taken three new transfers. Mm -hmm. But he yeah. got Hudson Card to go there. Yeah. I mean, I it's hard for me to comment when I just I'd have to look at their roster situation. Um, but yeah, I mean Nebraska, I just know Nebraska, there's definite needs. They've done a pretty good job addressing them. But going back to our discussion earlier, the lines are what I guess it seems like it's We've had this concern for a few years now. So what's next? Uh, the portal's closed. Classes start Monday. 
Uh, you got a whole week still to get in, but the next window, it's actually April 15th to April 30th. They, they, they moved it. It used to be May 1 to May Wait 15th. Wait a second. When did that happen? In October. It got, it got altered. In uh, October. Yeah. We've been saying May 1 to they, uh, it, it didn't get a lot of publicity, but the next portal window now is, is April 15th through April 30th. They pushed it back. Oh, um, to, to mirror closer to spring football. Will Nebraska be done with spring football at that point? The spring game at Nebraska is what, the 22nd? Oh, God. So that could mean some players are going in the portal before the so spring. So, yeah, game. Rule, Rule will have a whole week. I think, let me double check that April 22nd date. Uh, yeah, April 22nd is the red white spring game for Nebraska. Um, so, Rule will have a whole week after spring ball to kind of iron. I mean, that Monday, Tuesday after spring ball, Wednesday will be pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what basically what you're telling me, if I'm not mistaken, is there could be portal movement at Nebraska before they even play the spring game, right? Or, yeah. Or you could have some guys that know they're leaving and don't even want to play in the spring game to risk injury. Yeah. If in an ideal world, I would think if I were a head coach, I'd say I want our spring game to occur before the portal reopens. Like, remember, Kurt, am I wrong on that? Kurt Raftel did that. Yeah. Um, He left to not go through spring ball because he knew he was leaving. And right. then he went to Boise State. Right. Um, then all those tight ends got hurt for Nebraska, and he probably would have played that next year. But um, your question was, can you move the spring? I feel like it's not my question. It's what I do. I'd, I'd move the spring game so it aligns with when the portal opens. I will say this, and I know this from the previous staff too, the date of the spring game has become more of a political decision um, up top than a coaching staff decision. So? Uh, because they build a lot of the on-campus events and things around it. And Trev Alberts, the last two years, has announced the date of the spring game. Yeah. Okay. Like he has made the call on, you know, with the university side. Um, and you know, last year's spring game date didn't really help Nebraska in a lot of respects because I, I want to say it was earlier. And then it it allowed more time to like linger. And that allowed like Casey Tom or Casey Rogers and some other guys to to shop around after the spring game was over. So yeah, I think in a perfect world, if you could kind of mirror what, so you're saying, okay, would you have your spring game later? Or? No, I'd have it. I'd have it done before the portal opens. I'd have it done April 15th. The other issue though, was winter conditioning. I'd have count. it done at least like, yeah, I mean, Nebraska's it, got a great setup. Of- Sean, what I'm talking about is the, you, your spring game is occurring in the middle of the season. Yeah. In the middle of duck hunting season. Right. So you could have guys just bow out of the spring game. You could also host transfer visitors now during the spring game weekend. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. Yeah, I am thinking about it. It's going to be wild. April 15th opens spring game the 22nd. Yeah. You might have transfers visiting. Transfers the game. visiting. Which is, I guess, Ideal. you would say, yeah, you'd want that. That's what I mean. I, that's your best bet. God, yeah, you'd want that. Yeah be a big uh, okay that's an argument uh, opposed to mine i'm just looking for cleanliness just a okay we're done with this we're done with spring now we address the portal guys make decisions they jump in guys coming in they jump in too i'm a bigger fan though of a later spring game at nebraska for the weather reasons like i think when you go too early i mean there was one year where it was like april 7th or something and you're rolling the dice you know because uh, sometimes spring's the worst season in Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, it's miserable sometimes, yeah. but it will be interesting to see kind of um, how that shapes out. And, you know, something else, why spring is kind of later now, Simple, is the way the calendar's changed at Nebraska. The semester starts two weeks later than it used to. 
because there's a, a mini session built in the middle mm -hmm. after Christmas break before classes start. So, it, you know, if you remember when we were in school, like we were always in school and had Martin Luther King Day as a day off of college. Mm -hmm. Now they have two weeks before. And so like they don't start class until the 23rd where it would have been two weeks earlier. That pushes the start of spring ball later. Uh, but it gives Nebraska eight weeks for winter conditioning. Then you got spring break. You got to okay. have a week in there. And were you a, were you a fan of breaking up spring ball? Do you like breaking it up, or would you rather do five straight weeks? Rather do five straight weeks. And so that's what they're going to be able to do. Yeah, I think that's. Good. I think we we don't know that, and we also don't know if they're going to practice in the afternoon. Um, that's probably something we'll have to learn from rule here. Um, so we're in pretty far into the weeds at this point, Sean. That's a whole other headline show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, thanks again for joining us here on Husker Online Headlines. If you're not a member of HuskerOnline.com, check us out. You can get access to HuskerOnline.com all the way until August 31st for $29.99. It is our promo we're offering right now. Tons of great exclusive content. You can read all of Steve Sipple's columns, all of our um, exclusive chats and content on the Red Sea Scrolls message board as well. Uh, that's HuskerOnline.com. Dot com for this week's edition of Husker Online Headlines. For Steve Simple, I'm Sean Callahan.